Okay. All right, everybody. Our next guest has appeared on Gotham Comedy Live, MTV's The Middle of the Night Show, and currently has a special on Amazon titled Delete Your Account. Here he is, folks, the very funny man himself, Joe Pontillo. Joe, how you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah, wow, I almost forgot I did all those things. It <laughs> feels like quite some time ago. I know this year, if you, you know what's weird about this year is that it's going so fast, but yet it feels like so long ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I almost have forgotten our past life. <laughs> you know? I, <laughs> I, I still wake up many a days and I'm just like, what month is it? Like, I, you know? <laughs> It's so weird because it, it is a blur. Everything's, it's been like six months, really, since right. uh, this whole thing, we, since we got locked down and it got crazy in like March, like end of February, March, it seems. And it's just been crazy and like just a nutty time. How have you, how have you been dealing with it? Like, you know. Well, uh, at first I feel like it was kind of, uh, kind of had a meltdown. And then I kind of quickly saw it as an opportunity, <laughs> so, you know, cause, cause when you, you know, cause like I, when you do comedy, like you do it almost every single night and it's just, it all becomes very cyclical. So in a weird way, it was kind of nice to all of a sudden be like, ah, I don't have to do this like this. Right. Anymore. And I was even like, I, I'm not going to do any zoom shows or Instagram shows, but then people would ask me and I'd be like, of course I'll do them. But you know, it's, it's a less, you know, obsessive and insane way of life to an extent. And then it gave me opportunities to start uh, making videos at a much higher rate, which at the end of the day is like, you know, what I think comedy or being in entertainment is really more about like creating content that gets seen by way more people than telling mildly funny jokes to crowds who forget about <laughs> you five minutes afterwards. <laughs> Not but, but still like doing comedy but you know yeah no i think what this what happened was with a lot of people is it kind of um forces you to find another outlet to be creative whether it's zoom stand-up which is different from regular stand-up as as we know it <laughs> yeah. and then uh because it's just a different approach to it because you don't really have the audience feedback Maybe you'll hear a few chuckles from people who have their mics on, but it's a it's a weird vibe where you really have to rely on on the the writing, I guess, and and just confidence in yourself at that point because you're not getting that instant laughter. <laughs> yeah, the the crowd work changes in the Zoom shows from "How's everybody doing tonight?" to "All right, who's ready for bed?" <laughs> people like watching you in their pajamas, like, "Yeah, okay, you guys will be asleep." <laughs> thanks for holding out <laughs> but it also got you so so uh, are you do you live in manhattan or are you out here in the island just commute in to do uh, some of the your your sketches yeah i'm in i live in uh brooklyn i'm originally from valley stream now cool so. yes so like uh, another advantage to doing these sketches is that you have the whole city to yourself for a while <laughs> no one else is out there <laughs> What's what, what? As annoying as New York City can be, one thing I like about it is you could just walk around anywhere with a camera, and nobody will ever question you. Like <laughs> I have never had the cops called on me when I would film things on Long Island. First of all, there's always somebody on Long Island running a leaf blower twenty four seven somewhere. <laughs> Any time of year, that could be the dead of winter. Somebody's still doing it. 
Um, and people on Long Island are all like, what are you doing? What's that? Call the cops. And, <laughs> you know, I got thrown out of my own park in my hometown because they were like, you need a permit to film me. This <laughs> <laughs> is crazy. And I actually went for a permit just to be like, yeah, let me play by the rules. And then they were like, oh, sure. You just have to get in up to a million dollars worth of insurance. <laughs> Just to have a YouTube sketch. Right, just to have two people talking in a park for 30 seconds. <laughs> you know, there's no pyrotechnics. There's no car <laughs> uh, But, but uh, I'm, I'm loving all your stuff because you really do key in on what we're going through. Uh, the Cuomo thing was hilarious, dude. Like, uh, literally almost to the spit take. I was drinking, and then when you got to the – they said Jerry Seinfeld was going to be there. <laughs> and Unbelievable. <all> <laughs> Jerry did not show up. <laughs> Dude, it was just so hilarious. This man. business will never reopen. <laughs> no one will be lied to again. <laughs> uh, everybody's got to check that out for sure on YouTube. Uh, Joe Pontello on YouTube, all his sketches. We, we, and again, thank you. Joe allows us to, to run some of his uh, sketches on our show. We lead off the show with those a lot of times. Uh, hilarious stuff, man. No, thank you. So uh, are those something you, you're going to do more of, like uh, like weekly or something? Is that the goal? Or, or, or what do you want – what do you foresee your comedy going from, from here now? Uh, yeah, well, you know, at the beginning of the, the lockdown, I feel like I did, like, maybe, like, one thing a month. And then I had, like, a weird gap. And I'm like, I got to get back to doing stuff again. And I, uh, I filmed something – just really, really something I just made up on the top of my head. It was a commercial for something called Podcast or Us. <laughs> kind of a stupid concept but people really liked it and then from there you know i think after that uh what did i do after that oh i have this recurring character that i do uh where i'm a lawyer called pontillo and associates you never meet my associates because they don't exist but you know <laughs> so he had like pandemic uh you know which we call it like things to do like i hoard toilet paper for people I'm uh, getting you your stimulus check, and then another one. <laughs> another one is just me taking on any case where it's like, you got fine for not wearing a mask, I got you. Wearing a mask, I got you. Got called Karen, I got you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Trying to do another one of those where uh, now I started a moving company where I just rapidly move people out of New York, even if they don't want to move. I just kind of pull up to their house. I'm like, you're done. Let's go with the van, Freddie. Like, get what, what, what? out of here. <laughs> that's great man that's hilarious so like so these ideas just pop in it, it, like in with the times these crazy times we're in man a, a comedy is is everywhere now as a comedian uh, do you like with all this craziness going on we get the space aliens that are here we have uh <laughs> murder hornets we have uh all this nuts going on I feel like that didn't get enough news attention i don't know why they had like three days of that and then they were just like you know what Nobody's buying this. <laughs> <laughs> we just go back to mask debate. <laughs> <laughs> so the, is, is the, um, you don't seem like you're a woke person. So does the woke culture. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, I'm woke in different ways. That's yeah. how I look at it. <laughs> I, I feel like the woke thing is, um, not very good for comedy, number one. And, and number two, uh, woke comedians, I've seen a couple of them. They're, they're not very funny. What's your yeah, take on this whole... The, <laughs> that's the problem with a lot of those people, unfortunately, is that 
Um, they're whole, they're not very talented or interesting themselves. So they have to find, you know, ways to bring down other people who are somewhat talented. And there are lots of people who do deserve to be canceled and, and, you know, removed from the business, certainly. Um, but then it gets out of hand sometimes where you're like, you know, you try to get people fired for like jokes they made on the internet, uh, you know, eight to 10 years ago or something. Right. Or, something they said on a podcast uh once you know i think the limit of of a, of a you know whatever it is statute of limitations should be like i don't know five to eight years like and, and we should see if like each person actually grows like oh they were making dumb jokes years ago but what do they do now okay you know right yeah because like think about the direction we're going in comedy wise where like look at where Lenny Bruce was and this was in the 50s and 60s right and we've I think we then evolved we got the Dice Clays and the Sam Kinnisons who can never exist today if they were starting out now we kind of reverted back where I think Lenny got away with more than we can get away with now you know yeah he was getting arrested for for uh using foul language and comedians now could get arrested just for performing (laughs) 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 which goes illegal illegal. exactly now you can't have comedy especially in new york (laughs) what what is cuomo doing to us he's he's taking away our laughter man i don't yeah i don't uh i don't really understand it um but uh because it kind of seems like you know, I get, or I'm sure at first, you know, shutting everything down was about safety and whatever, even though I, I think personally it was a bit of an overreaction on a lot of levels. But now, like, what are we doing? Like, you I mean, you know, especially when they do things like they had the MTV VMAs in New York City. And I think, like, Ariana Grande was performing with, like, 115 backup dancers. Like, is that, do I need backup dancers in order to, to do my shows? Like, is that, do they protect the audience and me? Like, you know. Yeah, what gets me is, like, you know, the, the gambling is open in New York. Like, what's that, exit 50, whatever, you could go to that? Right. <laughs> you could Casinos go... are far more disgusting than, yeah. well, maybe not all but But you can't perform comedy anymore so i I think it's it's crazy but they 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 can't stop it one way or another comedians are getting their voices heard you know what i mean sure i I did a rooftop show last week and then i did a show in new jersey um outside of a cigar lounge and probably probably got sick because it was so cold but still (laughs) (laughs) right next to a huge fire and a guy was throwing tables and pallets onto the fire during, but he didn't do it during my set because I, I think I was doing well. So he, he let the fire tie down for me. Is that like his version of giving the light? He'll just throw another like pallet of wood onto the fire to get uh, the comic to realize his time is up. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get in, invited to these kind of secret shows? Do you have to just know somebody or do you inquire about them or how does that happen? That what this whole... Uh, now there's you like know, a yeah, I just, a lot of the, the same people who were running shows, you know, before, you know, back in the normal times, <laughs> um, they are, um, you know, running shows again now as best as they can. So, you know, fortunately, I'm friendly with X amount of people. So that, that kind of worked out. Yeah, I, I think, you know, and are, is everyone now doing the same thing? Is, is COVID becoming hacky to talk about? even though we're all living through it still. 
Um, gee, I don't, I don't think it, I feel like I made a bunch of jokes about it, like when it was starting. And then I just, now all the jokes are about like, you know, lockdowns or, you know, the various protests where there was like, you know, police brutality or, um, what should I call it? Or people protesting things like reopening the gyms, uh, <laughs> by, <laughs> by doing their entire exercise and workout in front of the closed gym. <laughs> Like you don't need the gym. You're just, it's, I don't know. <laughs> like me cutting my hair in front of my closed barber shop, <laughs> which I found out was secretly open the whole time. And how was I supposed to know? <laughs> yeah. You gotta like, yeah, know the secret knock or the the phone number or something. It's it's a, a crazy world, man, crazy time. He still raises his prices $5, so I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> So what else do you got going on? Like now, what's your normal day like? To walk us through a normal day of Joe Pontello. Like uh, what time do you wake, wake up? <laughs> Any time between, uh, you know, I feel like I probably wake up a little earlier nowadays than I used to. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when I was going out doing comedy every single night, I feel like I wouldn't be, you know, falling asleep until three, four o'clock every single night. Now I only do that sometimes. Right. Uh, and now I feel like even when I do shows and stuff, I, I, I'm done by like 10 o'clock all the time, right. which is kind of sad. Um, <laughs> like last week I did a show at six o'clock and I was back home by eight and then I had to film an audition. <laughs> was my so uh, I don't know. I wake up, I check. I'm an idiot. I'm, I, I hate the type of person that I've become. Not like <laughs> I just became this. But I, you know, that just looks at my phone like, oh, I'm on Twitter, oh, I'm on Instagram, on Facebook, what's everybody talking about today? You know, and then I proceed to decide what jokes I want to make about the day. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, I've got a lot of like little side projects going on, like all the videos. I'm uh, working on a little bigger project now, hopefully, that's um, loosely based on the web series I used to do back in the day. and. Um, it also involves Pontello and Associates for some reason. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm also uh, I'm writing sort of jokes for this, like, YouTube sports show, which is kind of cool. Um, and then uh, and I'm also part of some other YouTube show, I think. I was at least in one episode. We'll see where that goes. So there's a lot going on. Not, not really any of it is making money, but it's stuff. So Yeah, you, you – you... You're still being creative. You're still making things happen. You're still writing, doing comedy. So that's all positive stuff. Um, you know, it's just a crazy time, man. But, but you know, I, I think you're making the best of it. You're making us all laugh. And, and uh, you know, th that's got to be somewhat is, rewarding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it definitely is. And I think this, uh, this whole shutdown thing, I think, exposed a lot of people in comedy as not actually – being funny not to be terrible because <laughs> like the point of a, a comedian is to make fun of things and to make jokes and to make people laugh and happy and i don't see a, a high percentage of comedians on social media doing that um and they used to be able to mask it by you know doing shows and then posting about how they killed on said shows but now that there aren't shows to kill on <laughs> you know <laughs> now they're like exposed as just you know complaining about uh, you know, whether it's politics or people not being far enough apart when they stand outside. Um, you know, not that you shouldn't have 
views and, and feelings about those sort of things, but I don't need to hear about them every single day. Like that's, that's not your job. Like you're not working for the local paper. You're, a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you tell I, you should tell jokes in a hostel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree. Like some, especially some comedians, you just want them to just, you don't want to hear it from them. You're like, no, you too, you're drinking the Kool-Aid or whatever. We all know by now what, what, to the do's and don'ts we all know what's right and wrong and and whatever side of the fence you're on that that person tweet that person's tweet isn't going to change your mind you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, or, yeah i i think i think i made a joke a few weeks ago where it was like yeah it's me at the at the voting station uh in november thinking about that one facebook post that that <laughs> helped me make my decision like just whatever side you're on like i get having opinions but I don't, not every day. Like you're not, you're not helping any, and you don't help people by calling them morons. You know, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. What happened to the discourse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you very rarely, if ever, go political in your, in your comedy. I mean, you, you don't go is, right for it. You'll. Yeah. My take is always like both sides are kind of ridiculous and should be equally made fun of. And there's some people on both sides who don't, agree with that you know you make fun of you know democrats they're like you want 90 more years of trump and then you make fun of trump and they're like oh you liberal snowflake like there's just, yeah. i there's... can't get yelled at by every <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard these days because it's so the, the world is so divided and and it's different than it's been we've always there's always been the division right obviously democrats republican right left but now it's it's really disgust and uh shaming and you know what I mean? Like if you, God forbid, you're, you're a Trump supporter, like you said, they'll crucify you. Uh, and, or, and then on the other hand, if you're a Biden supporter, they'll also crucify you to an extent. It's a, it's a crazy, how do you ride, ride in between the raindrops on that? Uh, I just, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I was um, a big Bernie Sanders guy and uh, he which is so funny because like you know he even if you think he's ridiculous which sure okay he's a little out there on some things but at the end of the day he's just somebody who just wanted people to have health care and get paid a little more money at their jobs but like even people on the supposed like left would be like you know ah he's He's just, he's too much. He's destroying democracy. He's, he's sexist. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, there's really, there's like no right way to go. Like I feel like last election season, I was a little more with like political jokes on like Facebook and stuff, but like, there's just, there's always somebody who's just going to have, even if it's the most ridiculous benign thing, there's always going to be somebody who just jumps in to get offended or get mad at you or respond to it in a serious fashion, which is my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> like with the Cuomo thing you did, did you get any backlash on that because you, uh, you know, kind of made fun of Cuomo? Absolutely not. I think, uh, I think I found this nice like middle ground where I feel like I can, I, some of the things I do, like people on every side, can kind of laugh at and agree with. And I'm not even necessarily trying to, I mean, like everybody at this point, everybody whose brain is functioning, whether they're left or right, I think is like, okay, what the hell with Cuomo at this point? 
everybody hates de Blasio. Like, let's right. be, even when he got elected, nobody liked him. Like, it was, <laughs> I think Cuomo's biggest fans all live in different states. That's yeah. No, but I think you handle it like that sketch. The Cuomo sketch is a perfect sketch because, yeah, you're using Cuomo as the catalyst, but the joke is in the moment that comedy's closed down. But the reason why, and then the whole idea of the, those barkers in the city, if anybody's walked through Manhattan, they've had those guys, yo, man, go to the show. Tell you, Seinfeld might show up. You never know who's going to go. And then you disappointed it was just so great man i love that sketch oh yeah i i i not i i out of all the things i miss about comedy that's one of the things i don't uh of being at a club one night and then somebody coming in being like we were told tina fey was going to be here (laughs) (laughs) tina fey has never actually performed stand-up comedy (laughs) she might be in the audience so have you done that have you had to bark on out there in, in the city to sell some tickets um i kind of like at least early on i I sort of skipped that part somehow i just (laughs) as good as i might be at at telling jokes and making videos i have never been good at selling (laughs) 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 you know i feel like the only time i'd ever be able to get people into a show is if um you know they were already like looking into the venue and seemed interested and i was like (laughs) Guys, you know what? <laughs> We've got comedy tonight. <laughs> you know, so and I applaud, and I know lots of people who were always like excellent at doing that, just going up to people who were not even looking at them and being like, "Comedy show tonight. Here's who we got. You guys got to buy tickets. We need two for one." Blah 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 blah. Like, I, that's just not me, unfortunately. I, yeah, to it's tough. I wish it was, but yeah, it's tough to do. It's tough to do that to just sit <laughs> out there, and a lot of people don't realize that the guys selling the tickets the barkers on the street are the comedians as well you know yeah so then you go to the show and you're like oh that's the guy that sold me tickets what the hell (laughs) and that's the guy and that's the guy who took my tickets at the door and that's that's the girl who served me my drinks what the heck (laughs) exactly man so what's your predictions for for the rest of 2020 what do you think is going to happen the rest of the year Man, I don't know. Well, first of all, there's a, uh, I think it's still happening tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, there's a rally to reopen, I guess. I don't know if it's just comedy clubs or it's all entertainment venues in New York City. Um, I don't know if that'll do anything. <laughs> um, Are you going? Are you going to be there? I might pop by. Yeah, I don't you know. You should shoot, I, I, film some stuff. That could be a good... Uh... I kind of want to just say, just set up a big projector thing, screen, and, and just play my videos. And I think <laughs> <laughs> they'll get it. Um, I, you know, I, it's weird. I feel like when it was like, I forget what month it was. I was like, things will probably be sort of back to normal by like July. And they were, but then they kind of started moving the goalposts. Like, you know, New York City reached phase four, I think, in the middle of July. But then they were like, whoa, no <laughs> indoor dining. And and that's still going on. They're finally lifting that. But then they had this whole weird thing with like entertainment venues and not being able to have ticketed events. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. So now you create this like weird culture of like park shows and backyard shows and who knows what next sewer shows. I, yeah. <laughs> you might be onto something. <laughs> They'll never find us there. So. <laughs> I don't know. Things I think will continue to be insane until 
maybe I don't know that it's either gonna all go away by the end of the year or this is just gonna be life for like another six more months or six to nine more months and then there'll be a vaccine um or we'll just forget about it I, I look at it that way. I feel like at some point like a year from now somebody might be like what the hell is coronavirus like nobody could <laughs> Yeah, remember when we all lost our jobs and comedy was illegal for like eight months? Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Like, <laughs> but uh, I think New York City is going to change a lot from this. Um, you know, it's just, uh, and I was, I said this to somebody. I was like, it's going to maybe like return to like the seventies and eighties, but like a nicer version because like we already will have the infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> and I described those years as being like. Uh, the Tim Burton Batman movies uh, of New York City, and now it's become like the Joel Schumacher. Uh, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. That's what that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah, everyone's fleeing New York. De Blasio is completely destroyed the city as we we knew it. Uh, and it, it I has- always knew this was going to happen with New York because it was just it was too much. They just they they keep building things. They keep making more people move. It's not. The city was built to house like the population of the world in like 1925 and they never really did anything to expand it. They're like, oh, well, now we've got this highway that's on top of the old highway. So there's two highways. No, it's the same highway, but it's just on top of the remains of the old one. Like they haven't added anything, you know, they're like we're going to add a train and it takes like 19 years. So it's like, you know, the city needed to, to, you know, be purged a little bit. Uh, so I think it's it's all ultimately going to be good, but short term it feels like you know, like my city's dying, but it's not. It's just right. returning to what it probably should have been to begin with. So that's good. So now, when you go out and about and you're walking the streets, how does it feel? Does it feel like an apocalypse still, or is it starting to get back? <laughs> like, is the heartbeat happening again? I carry a katana sword with me everywhere. <laughs> Nobody messes with me. No. Um, <laughs> Well, my neighborhood where I live, there's a ton of uh, outdoor restaurants in what used to be parking spots. Um, a good amount of people out. There's a few, it's, I don't know. There's, it's, I want to say there's a few more people living on the streets, but, uh, you know, that, that's going to happen for a number of reasons. So it, it really hasn't changed. I know people are like, oh, there's so much more crime in the city now. I haven't really seen it, but... Maybe I'm just lucky. I know. And then I got relatives from other states being like, we heard about the shootings. Are you okay? And I'm like, I think you would have heard if I was shot. But thanks <laughs> for checking in. You know, next time there's a tornado there, I'll be like, are you dead? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Were you ever out and about during any of the, uh, the um, protests? Have you been like... Um, I actually wanted to join in on the protest, but then as soon as that happened, uh, they... The, the freaking they did a uh, what should we call it um why can't i think of the word uh you know when they make you go home by a certain time it was like eight it's curfew there you curfew go. yes it was a curfew yeah <laughs> um and i was just like you know whatever <laughs> nothing was happening near me so i was just like it's fine you know and i i, I was totally on board with all of it maybe it went on a little too long sure but you know and in New York City responded by, uh, what did they do? Oh, they eliminated the anti-crime unit, which I thought was supposed to be the whole police department. So, <laughs> <laughs> We are living in crazy times, my friend. 
but um but i'm hoping that things get better i'm hoping that the, you know sooner than later i'm i'm hoping that by the year's end when we get into 2021 everything magically improves again and we can get back to some kind of normal normal place I'm usually against uh, Times Square New Year's Eve uh, celebrations. This is the one year I think people should be allowed to go out and do whatever they want. <laughs> Leave this year in the dust and get yes. to the next one. And then, next, and then as soon as it hits 2021, like the, the spaceship from Independence Day will just, you know, hover over. <laughs> yeah, then we'll worry about the space aliens that have uh, come to invade us. <laughs> So, but, uh, but Joe, I appreciate you taking the time. Tell everybody uh, where they could see and find you. Uh, all over the internet on, um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter at Joe Pontillo, Instagram, Pontillogram. Uh, find me on YouTube. Just put my name in. It should come up or it's youtube.com slash Joe Pontillo. Uh, TikTok? No, don't find me on there. Whatever. <laughs> I think they're so shutting that down anyway. So you're doing your dances on TikTok? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, my lip syncing videos. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you also on Amazon have delete your account, your, your yes, special. My, yeah, my special, which I shot at um, in the little room at Governor's in 2017. Uh, still, uh, I got it in right when like Amazon was looking for content. So for a while, it felt like it was kind of hot and now it's cool now i'm down to getting like three cents a month for it but still it's <laughs> <laughs> well, well hey everybody check it out delete your account joe pontello check it out it's in the little room right in governor's comedy club that's pretty cool um joe i'm hoping this comedy sooner than later if if not we'll probably see you at a comedy backyard special sometime soon <laughs> <laughs> something like that yeah you won't see it coming <laughs> yes indeed and thanks again for uh letting us uh run your videos on our show they are hilarious i love what you're doing my friend and uh like i said i've been a fan of you for a long time uh, years ago me and tony worker went to a comedy show and you were performing with uh, chris monty and and i have a picture and i'll put the picture oh. on the interview too and uh, i took a picture with you and everything so it's uh it's great to finally have you on the show we appreciate yeah, it yeah man and take care and i'll talk this will this will air wednesday so um check it out i'll send you the link and all that good stuff cool thank you very much awesome joe pontello everybody yeah. <laughs>